Welcome to the Hidden Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Homer Hargrove, and today we are going to be talking about how to learn from a mentor or role model by asking them questions. I'm going to give you three takeaways at the end that you can use to apply, and we can talk more about it, but I want to get started with a big thought. One of the best ways to tap into your hidden potential is by learning how to see problems before they become your problems. History repeats itself, and because that happens because we don't take the time to learn from the mistakes of the people before us. And today, I'm going to give you 11 questions to ask your mentor or role model so that you can learn ways to catapult forward by avoiding the same existing pitfalls that they've experienced, that others have gone through. And I want you to think about it like this. If you have a math problem in front of you, and you begin doing it incorrectly, the wrong way, and you have a teacher or a tutor that comes up to you and says, oh no, that's the wrong way to do it. You're not going to get the answer like that. Do it this way. It would be foolish to to reject their advice, to reject their opinion, say, no, I'm going to figure it out on my own, and continue to do it the incorrect way out of pride, out of our own ego. To spend all this time, all this energy to just realize, oh, they were right. We have that same ability to not be foolish, not give in to our pride or ego, but to learn from those who have already experienced life before us and just using them as a teacher, as a mentor, as a coach to help us not make the same mistakes and we will get done, we'll get the solution faster by learning from their experiences. So what I'm talking about today I want you to be intentional. We are not going to wait for someone to give us unsolicited advice. We are going to go out and ask people who you admire, uh, uh, and you're going to ask them about their lives and what they have learned. And before we get started, I want to preface some things. To ask somebody questions like this, you got to know that their time is valuable. Everyone views their time as valuable. And you need to show that you're serious about your growth and about what they have to offer. So you're going to need to be organized and ready to take physical notes. Don't take notes on your phone because if you're talking to someone, you're meeting one-on-one, you're having coffee, whatever, and you're constantly like this on your phone, it, it even if you tell them, I'm just taking notes, it just has a, there's just this, this sense of disengagement once you go to your phone. And so I really encourage you to take physical notes on a notepad or on a journal. And if you do that, you, what you're portraying is that you appreciate their time, that you that you see their time is valuable. And you're going to, uh, they're gonna more than likely be willing to meet with you again if you're prepared. So be prepared. Show that you're serious about this. Now let's go into the questions. All right, we're going to go into 11 questions to ask a mentor or role model. Number one is what was your greatest obstacle? This question is meaningful because you to even learn about obstacles that you'll most likely face before you realize that's an obstacle. And you're going to be able to get their experiences. They may share what, what they tried and didn't work. They may, they'll may they uh, tell you your solution. And so it's going to just save so much time for you once you are facing those same kind of obstacles. Number two, who else would you recommend for me to connect with? This is a really powerful question because... 
they may know somebody even better fitted to help you than them. And it's going to help grow your network and it's going to help grow your influence. This is a valuable question. And it's going to help you to not just be stumped after you're meeting with them. You're going to be able to have uh, somewhere else to go. Number three, what mistakes have you made? What mistakes have you made? It sounds a little intrusive, right? But people, especially mature people, do not have a problem sharing their mistakes because they know if they share their mistakes, that will help you avoid the same kinds of mistakes. Again, we often want to be prideful and egotistical and repeat the same mistakes that others have made. But being able to have them share those ahead of time will help you avoid those mistakes altogether. Number four, what is one question that you wish you would have asked earlier? What's a question that you wish you would have asked earlier? I think that's been the most valuable question for me is because you don't know what you don't know. And having someone share their experience, their history, it helps uh, it helps you to, to know things that you should prepare for or be ready for before you ever realize it's a problem. Number five, what accomplishments are you most proud of? I think this is a valuable question because when, when people share this, you're, you're able to get so much history. You're able to get uh, the sense of achievement, the sense of challenge, and you'll be able to even note like what things they did to, to where it made them feel accomplished. And you can use those same characteristics or values to hold true to yourself. Number six, what's the greatest piece of advice that you have gotten? Why wait for you to, to get that magical nugget just by chance when you could possibly get the best piece of advice from someone else's life? And if you go and ask three to five people the best advice they've ever got, you're just setting yourself up to really tap into that potential you have, to really set off for success. Number seven, what's the greatest lesson that you've learned from a failure? I think that this is this sounds the same as the mistake question, but this is different because a mistake is like, oh, it was an accident. But failure is meaning that you tried and failed. And I feel like when we reflect on as, uh, as leaders, as people, and we think about things that we genuinely feel like we failed at, and not, not to get all sentimental about it, but just genuinely look at, I failed at this, it gives, that's one of the most valuable his, uh, pieces of history that you can find because it, it gives so much depth and meaning, purpose for how you should take your next steps to avoid these, these hard times. And you, we will have failures. You will have failures regardless. Everyone that tries will fail at some point in time. And so rather than being set on the failures they've already experienced, you'll be able to have next level failures. <laughs> you'll be able to fail at the next level because you already, uh, you learned from their failure. Number eight, what are you learning right now? Man, this is, these questions I'm telling you, every time that I've gotten and sat down with somebody, these questions have helped shape and uh, give me a, a farther trajectory in my leadership and my personal growth. Because I'm able to learn, I'm starting to think about learning things before I ever even thought that I should learn certain things. Learning for the future is powerful. And number nine, what advice would you give to someone just starting out? I think everybody that looks back on their 
at their beginning stages. They think about all the mistakes they made. They, they think about all the things that they cared about that they shouldn't have cared about and all the things that they should have cared about that they didn't care about. And they can give you some really helpful foundational advice for where you're at right now. And number 10, what is the greatest change that you have made as a leader? What's the greatest change that you've made as a leader? Remember, we want to learn from others. And if they're making changes right now, we should be thinking about it. If someone is saying the greatest change I've ever made in my life as a leader was this, you need to write that down and you should look at and how it relates to your life, where you're at in your personal growth and your leadership, whatever it is, and, and analyze it. These are powerful questions. And finally, if you could do anything differently, this is question 11, if you could do anything differently, what would it be? If you could do anything differently, what would it be? These questions will give you foundational pieces for wherever you're at in your growth, in your personal self, in your, in your leadership, whatever it is, it is going to help you to go so much farther than if you were to have to learn all these things on your own. Use the wisdom and advice and experiences of others to catapult you for further, to be able to, to make your potential exponentially greater than if you were to just do it all on your own. Remember, being a lone wolf, it, it, it just isn't helpful. You need coaches. You need uh, help. Just think about the best athletes in, in, uh, in athletic industry and in sports. One person has like three coaches telling them, uh, giving them advice and help on how they can get better performance. It's not just one coach for an entire team, but the best athletes have multiple coaches, multiple mentors. And so let's end with some three takeaways of how you can really take what we talked about today and apply it in your life and in your leadership. Number one, make a list of three to five people that you can set up a one-on-one -on -one meeting with in order to ask these questions. And remember, whoever agrees to meet with you, bring a physical visible writing notepad or journal so that you could take notes and show them that you appreciate their time. And I, I got to tell you that when I did this early on, when I first uh, planted a church and I really wanted to take in the, the, the advice and coaching and mentoring of others, I got a lot of people that said no. I got a lot of people that even ignored me. And I would reach out multiple times and there'd be times where people would say, uh, yeah, I guess so. And then never end up showing up. It, I'm telling you, don't take it personal and don't give up. Be relentless. It took me like 12 people to get three people. You, you really need to just not take it personal. Make a list of three to five. If they all say no, make another list of three to five and continue hatching at it until you get three to five people to sit down with. The more, the merrier. Now, number two. Out of the people that you listed and the people that you that met with you, the actual people that met with you one-on-one, -on -one, ask their permission to set up a recurring meetings so that you can uh, so that they can coach and mentor you. Let me say that again. Out of the people that said yes to you, ask those people after you meet with them if you could set up recurring meetings, whether it's once a month, every two weeks, whatever works for their schedule, maybe they, they, they agree to do it every quarter, even every year. 
You want to fill in your calendar with mentors and coaches on a recurring basis because it will help you grow. It will help you grow. I'm telling you, it will help you grow. If every single one of those people tell you no, repeat the steps from takeaway one, make another list of three to five people, meet with them, and just get three to five, uh, one to three people that you're meeting with on a recurring basis. The first initial step, three to five. Step number two for a recurring basis, one to three. Start with one to three. If you can do more, then great, depending on how frequent that is. But get one to three people that can meet with you on a recurring basis because they'll be able to invest in you and they'll be able to know you at a personal level and see your growth and be able to see even uh, uh, things that you cannot see within yourself. There's been so many times where I'll be meeting with someone that's been meeting with me for like six months and they begin to see things that I don't see and they help me to adjust my, my character or strategy to be able to do better. So you want to be have, you want to have ongoing relationship with mentors and coaches in your life. And finally, number three, answer these questions yourself. Go through this list of 11 questions and make tangible decisions and changes in your life according to your answers to these questions. I'm telling you having this self-reflection will be one of the most powerful forms of growth within yourself. I hope that this was meaningful for you. I thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that I made a difference in your life and your leadership. And I want to ask you if you could do me one favor. Can you leave a rating or review on this episode, on this podcast? It would really mean a lot to me uh, and it would help this message to be able to make an impact in somebody else's life. So you can be honest. I'm not telling you that you have to lie. Give me a five star if you don't think it's a five star. But leave a rating or review on this podcast so that it can help make a difference in someone else's life. Again, I thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Until next time, have a great life.